So what's going on, everybody? This is Painting Helicopters, and this is your host or co-host, depending on who's running this joint, 8-Bit Ray, and I'm here with Apache Adam. What up, what up, what up? Don't interrupt me. I'm doing the intro. (laughs) (laughs) And And we're here with Apache Adam. What up, what up, what up? Mm, I'm going to teach you how to do an intro one day. So welcome to the show. I'm happy to be here. It's Friday. For another four minutes, it's Friday. How you doing, dude? I am doing just fantastical. I am doing great. Uh, Later tonight, though, I have to go to war with a wasp nest or two or three outside. So I'm waiting for them fuckers to go to sleep. And then it's on. The war begins. The Game of Thrones, Avengers Endgame ain't got shit on the war that I'm about to go into tonight. You got flamethrower. Uh, no, wife wouldn't allow me a flamethrower. Uh, she said, here, you can use this matchstick, but I'm like, eh, it's not as cool. So, you know, I'm working with some wasp spray. That's about it. No, get a matchstick and then get a deodorant can and boom, flamethrower. Ah, yeah. That way I can axe the, uh, <laughs> I can axe the, the hive that they've made. Yeah, that's good. You've got to do it, dude. It's it's the only way. You got to get rid of these motherfuckers. Oh, I know, man. I got dogs, chickens, and kids running around. Not in that order. I don't want to get yelled at. Dogs, chickens, children. In that order. In that order. Yeah, I got priorities, but I don't think she heard. So you never told good. everybody you got chicks and ducks. I do. I have chicks and ducks out in the shed right now growing up to be put into a starter pen and then they'll be introduced to the other birds and then and then they'll all live as a happy family inside that big ass mansion I built for them. Duck is delicious as well. Duck is delicious, but and it th- and the thing is is that we have Pekin ducks, so those are the ducks that you eat. So when you come to visit, please don't kill my ducks. I won't eat the ducks, I promise. I will take you to the finest uh, dining facility for duck in this state if you don't eat mine. I promise I will not eat your duck. Okay. And no Ducks. using the duck for Bob as bear bait either. That's just, That ain't right, man. I know you want a bear joust. We talked about that last week, but we cannot use the ducks as bait. That's just wrong. No, I was going to use the beehives. Bears like honey. I don't have, you know, I really don't have too many bees around here. It's more of a, a wasp problem, so. Don't you think wasps are dickheads? Like, they have no purpose but to annoy you. They really do have no purpose. And, you know, even, I don't even think Google has an answer of what their purpose is. I mean, a dung beetle has a purpose. You know, uh, worker bees have a purpose. But wasp, what the fuck do they do? Sting you? That's all they do? Wasper pollinators? The wife is cued in here. You're not on this week's podcast, love. They, they, they are pollinators. They're not as effective as a bumblebee or anything like that, but they are pollinators. Well, thank you, National Geo-fucking-graphic. You're fucking welcome. I love you. She's up and running after surgery. And thanks to everybody that uh, tweeted me and asked how she was doing. Thank you very much. means a lot. See, everybody cares, man. Jen's our source of humor when it comes to Ray. Adam, Adam would uh, would message me every day and ask how she was doing. So I appreciate that, man. It, you know, that's the brotherhood that we have here. You have to make sure, man, because, you know, she's the wife. Yeah, I know. I know. She's the wife. For how long, I don't know. She keeps singing in the other room. But, uh, you know, we actually have topics this week. Can you believe that? 
No, no. I, I, I mean, come on, dude. Can we call them topics? No, we can call them segues or <laughs> subplots, but I, I, a topic is a strong word. So we have a couple of news bits this week. Uh, dumb, one, dumb, Peter Mayhew. Dumb. Yeah, Peter Mayhew has passed away. Um, he was Chewbacca in the Star Wars franchise, and um, he hasn't been Chewbacca in the last two. He wasn't Chewbacca in The Last Jedi, and he wasn't Chewbacca in the new one, Rise of Skywalker, but he did do Chewbacca in, uh, what was that, The Force Awakens. So, you know, he tried. He, he held out as long as he could, but he could barely walk by the end. You know, he when he did the premiere, he was on crutches and, you know, there's walking crutches. I know what you so, mean. You know, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. So, you know, he was always been in bad health because of his, you know, his height and, you know, his body type and, you know, things like that. So to see him go sucks, but I don't want him to be in any pain. So, you know, we're going to miss you, Peter. And uh, I hope, I hope Rise of Skywalker makes you proud. So. Yeah, that's about. I know. Sad note. I know we're usually a happy-go-lucky here, but uh, things have to be said. And we understand, dude. I mean, look, man. The guy was Chewbacca is one of the most iconic characters in Star Wars. You mentioned Star Wars to me. I instantly think Chewie because Chewie was the cute one. Mm-hmm. So you know, he touched a lot of people, like in yeah. a good way, not he a bad helped, way. We're not talking. He helped about. mold my childhood, teen years, and adult, even to this day. Huge Star Wars fan. The tactics say it all. So he can rest in peace, dude. Yeah, no doubt. He can rest in um, peace. Let's move on to a happier note. Happy. Um, I, I have spent a good majority of my day today on Twitter uh, making gifts <laughs> for Avengers Endgame spoilers because it's been a week and let's talk about it. That's how I feel. You know, you get a week. If you haven't seen it in a week, then you aren't that pressed on seeing it then it's going to go get fuck yourselves you. basically yeah pretty much yeah i did have a couple of dms come in that go you're a fucking asshole but you know what i'll take that over all the positivity that i got from it there was a conversation going that you know everybody was just you know having a good time talking about their favorite scenes and you know it was it was really nice so you know let's talk about some end game for a second how did you enjoy it i know you saw it last week same as me yeah dude i was like they're one of the first showings on the Saturday because as a parent trying to get somebody to be a sitter for midnight is not going to happen. Um, now, I liked it, dude. I really liked it. I felt when it first started, and yeah, there's going to be spoilers here. So if you haven't watched the, the film, then I don't even know why you're listening. So It's past the week, dude. There are, there's no more spoiler warnings. Yeah, fuck that's, these guys. So Yeah, that's done the beginning part where you know where Thor first just decides to decapitate Thanos. Mm-hmm. I was kind of just like, what the fuck? What we're going to do for another two hours and 50 minutes? Yeah, I, I thought they would have a way of bringing him back because, you know, he was in the trailer. Exactly. So, like, okay, so they, so they got to bring him back, right? Yeah. I'm not, but, so, you know, but so they go back and get the 2014 version from Guardians of the Galaxy, which I thought was cool. Yeah, but they're going you know, to get the juiced up fan. I still wants to fuck you up again. But as a yeah. movie, I enjoyed it. I was a bit sad that they decided to kill off Black Widow. Um, I was also very happy that even though Captain Marvel was outpowering him at one point, that they made sure it wasn't her to finish the job. Yeah, I like that they kind of kept her out of the fight. Even though they spent an entire movie hyping her up a couple of weeks ago, 
Uh, I thought she would have a bigger role to play, but I'm kind of glad that she stepped to the sidelines a little bit and uh, was out doing things in the galaxy. Maybe her second movie will be what she was doing out there. I, I don't know. But uh, I'm glad they sidelined her because I thought she was too OP for that fight. Yeah, and Captain America, dude, like, listen, I sent you a tweet yesterday, right? Did you get, do you remember that one I sent you? Yeah. I never thought about it that way, but that was a bitch-ass move, dude. Like, you've just watched Tony die, and then you've buried him, watching his daughter come to the realisation, and then you go back in time and live the life that you taught Tony Stark out of having, you little bitch. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that is pretty fucked up. But uh, Cap deserved a happy ending. You know, Fuck that, that dude... bitch. He didn't deserve shit, dude. He got the hammer. If you get fucking Molina and you decide to just down tools and go and live in the past when you have the hammer of thunder, I'm done with you, dude. Do you know how much I'd love that fucking hammer? <laughs> do you think that if he... Because, uh, you know, Thor is thousands of years old. Do you think that um, if he was back in World War Two? And, and, you know, he knows everything he knows now. I can lift that hammer. You think he ever raised his hand up and then just smashed the red skull in the face with it? I mean, that's a point, isn't it? We don't know what he did. Yeah, we don't know what he did. We know he lived a happy life. Did he just become average Joe? Like, did he become like, a, like open a sub shop or something? Like, what the fuck did you do for 70 years? He probably spent a large portion of it balls deep in Agent Carter. Let's be honest. Uh, you know, I would too. I would too. <laughs> not that, there's not, nothing wrong with some Peggy Carter action. But now I, I kind of feel like. Uh, but now I kind of feel like his. Um, what was her face from? Uh, uh, Winter Soldier. What was her name? Her her grandniece or whatever it was. Her niece. niece. Yeah, I know who you mean. I know who you mean. Yeah, she was like the love interest. I can't remember her name, but she was like the love interest, kind of sort of Captain Mar uh, Captain America. You know, he kind of left her hanging. So now homegirl's going to be single for the rest of her life. Good job, Cap. You're ruining lives left and right. See, the question I've got is, the one thing I didn't get, yeah? And I'm hoping you can shed some light on this for me. Because I just couldn't fathom it. The guy doesn't... The guy ages super, super, super slowly. Yeah? He was frozen for 80 years and got defrosted and didn't look a minute older than the day he fucking crashed, right? Yeah, he's supposed to age slower than most, yeah. So then he goes back 80 years and really... Well, no, it's what? Six, probably, what, 100 yeah. years? No, no, no. It was about 70 years because it was after World War Two. so yeah. 70... So he, 70 li- he relives those 70 years and then comes back and all of a sudden he's aged 70 years. Well, why? why? Um... Maybe he found a way. Maybe he met up with old Howard Stark and got the super serum formula you know sucked out of his body and he wanted to live a normal life you but these are the questions America? i need answering but do they really though yes can't, can't we can't we just have it that he had a happy existence no dude because i slated logan for this exact same thing logan was meant to be wolverine cannot die he regenerates too quickly to age he he can die but he lives a very very long time yeah and then all of a sudden they're just like, right, he's aged enough, now he's going to die. Mm. Well, I mean, for, you know, movie purposes, you know, no, Hollywood, man. You got to stick to it, man. I'm sick. Of, I was no, sick man. of the Wolverine films, too. 
So just have him get, you know, if he's going to die, that's fine. But have him torn to shreds. You know, like, he was get, torn to shreds in X3. Yeah, and he lived. And true. he got another five movies. That's also true. You know, and so if he's going to die, just let Sabretooth rip him apart. I loved Lip Shriver as Sabretooth yes. in, in Origins. That was the best part of the whole movie was Sabretooth. I loved it. The Sabretooth from the fucking first ones were, well, the first movie was awful. Do you know what else pissed me off? What else? They killed Wolverine off just as Deadpool was coming through, which means they instantly decided, right, there's a Deadpool film, but we're never going to do a Wolverine versus Deadpool. I think it's fine that way. You think People that's one of my favorite like spin-off runs, man? Wolverine vs. Deadpool. All right, all right. Well, if you want a Wolverine Deadpool fight, there's um, uh, Hulk versus. Or sorry, uh, what is it? It's there are Wolverine movies. Um, Wolverine versus uh, Thor. We- Weapon X. No, 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 no. What shit? What is it called? Fucking. They did. They did a couple of movies. They did Planet Hulk in in um in an animated form. And then they did, I want to say it was Hulk versus. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was Hulk versus Thor. And then it was Hulk versus whatever the Wolverine or some shit like that. But anyway, Deadpool was in that movie. So you saw Deadpool get, you know, fight Wolverine for a second. It's not the same. No, we didn't get to see it with all this fucking brilliance. Do you know what I mean? It could have been something special. But, you know, I thought it was fine just keeping it the cameos. It's it's something I want, but not something I have to see. Oh, yeah, there's nothing I need. I'm just, you know, we're being cynical. So what did you, you think of Endgame? You've had my view on Endgame, and we digressed. I loved Endgame, but I do not think it was the best Avengers film. Uh, I actually enjoyed the original Avengers movie as my favorite, and then it would go to Infinity War. And then it would go Endgame and then Age of Ultron because you have to put it in there because it's an Avengers movie. Is it my favorite? No. No. Age of Ultron was something special. Uh, it was all over the place. It, it was just Whedon's almost fuck you to Marvel in, in my eyes. I'm, not a, I'm a big Ultron guy, but not an Age of Ultron guy. It felt like that movie was all about vision. Yeah, I kind of felt that way too. And I thought taking the scope off of Ultron was a mistake because, you know, you have David Spader, who is an amazing actor and now a voice actor, um, voicing Ultron. And that is an amazing combination. He nailed Ultron perfectly. But they kind of joked him out. Like, I couldn't take him as a serious threat. Like, yeah, he had these, you know, other Ultrons that were going to destroy um, that uh, that that country or whatever, you know. But and they were going to end the world and all that. Yeah, it's a big thing, but you kind of made Ultron a joke. He was not a viable threat. I did not feel any. I'm trying to think of how to word it, I didn't feel really anything threatening about Ultron in the entire movie until he picked that fucking country up and was going to drop it down. But that's it. Like, as a character, eh. Yeah, they made him really underpowered. Very. Yeah. Ultron. Ultron's great. I love Ultron in the comics. Not so much in the newer comics, but the older ones. 
he was always a schemer. I always loved that about him. He was he was an overpowered schemer. <laughs> what about what was your favorite part of Endgame? My favorite part of Endgame, um, when they all came through the rings. Yeah, that was mine too. Yeah, I felt that tingling. Um, I, I haven't had that tingling since uh, maybe Infinity War when uh, they were about to charge into battle. But when they came through the fucking rings, I had that tingling through my whole body, like I had in a, the first Avengers with the um, the superhero, you know, shot, you know, where they're all in a circle and it circles them. Yeah, and they're all getting ready to fucking throw down, and I love that scene. That that still gives me chills. I, I love it. Well, do you? Let me start that again. I read a theory that thinks that the phase four is going to lead into Galactus. How do you agree or disagree? I would like it to incorporate a villain from the Foxverse, whether it be Galactus, Doctor Doom, or you know somebody else of that you know that caliber. But how, how, okay, unless they shrink down Galactus, it's not going to be a very good fight to watch on, on stream. That, that's just reality. Um, this is true. You know, you got a, a planet sized fucking being, and then you're going to have little tiny ant sized Thor flying up to hit him in the head. I'm, what's that? Unless they shrink him down, that's the only way it's going to visually make sense. Or with the inclusion of the scrolls in the Captain Marvel movie, do you think maybe that's where we're moving towards the Super Scrolls? I would, uh, I would really like to see Kirk, Kirk, however the fuck you say it. It's really weird. Um, I would love to see Super Scroll. Um, Funny story, and you know, my co-host was next to me when I did it. (laughs) I didn't think about it, but at at the first, we did the Avenger Thon. Okay, it was from Iron Man all the way to Avengers. It was a marathon in the theater, and we did it. And it's like two thirty in the fucking morning. I'm tired. I've been watching movies all day. I'm hungry. I'm ready to go home. And then the Avengers uh, mid credit scene comes on, and you see them, and then it's Thanos, right? Sorry, yeah, yeah. I thought you that was yeah. a rhetorical. I thought that was rhetorical. Oh. So it's Thanos on the screen, right? And he smiles. I jump up out of my seat and go, fucking Super Scroll! And then Sean just kind of looks at me, shaking his head like, you fucking idiot. And then I just realized what I did. I made an ass out of myself in front of the Geek Nation. (laughs) I thought it was Super Scroll, dude. I was so hyped. And then I had to think about it. I'm like, fuck, Fox owns the Super Scroll. Fuck. There's a chance, though, dude. Look, that's a very viable like avenue for them now it would take a lot of work to incorporate super scroll you would need it to be because you know if they do a fantastic four movie their go-to is dr doom it's their go-to because that's the big bad of the fantastic four um that or molecule molecule man or you know something like that but i mean they're not gonna do molecule man because doom doom is a poster child for villains you know, you got Doom, Red Skull, say Galactus, you know, Thanos now. Um, but Doom is, that's the go-to for the Fantastic Four. And I don't think they're going to let that go. They might spin it a different way than the past three. Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four. Four Fantastic Four films. Yes, I'm counting the Corman film because that shit is magic. All I'm getting at 
is I want to know where, where where we're going with the villain for Phase Four slash Phase Five, um, five and Six. Maybe not a villain, but they do plan to announce their Phase Four plans in the upcoming weeks. I think it's next week. I think they're going to start. Well, apparently, Spider Man, the new Spider Man that's coming out later this is it later this year? I think it's soon. Yeah. So apparently. That was scheduled to be the first episode, the first movie within Phase Four, but they've moved it back to be the last within Phase Three, which is going to give um, a platform to introduce the new villain. Right, I'm really psyched for that because I really want to see Mysterio on screen. He's one of my favorite Spider-Man rogues, and just to see him on screen is going to be epic. I'm going to love it. Is this movie? Is it called the Spectacular Spider-Man? Are we on Spectacular now? No, it's uh, far away from home. I'm down with that. And then we need Spectacular. Yeah, I don't mind them, you know, not numbering them. I'm not pressed on that. You know, like Spider-Man 1, 2, 3 that they did, the Raimi films. I'm really Um, big on Spider-Man right now. My daughter's got big on it. We literally just finished watching Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man on Blu-ray. And we're mm -hmm. about 38% of the way through the PlayStation 4 game. So at the moment, my day, yeah, it's fucking fantastic. All my friends have 100%ed that game. Like, they've done everything. They're just waiting for new DLC to come out so they can keep playing. Yeah, it's super fun, dude. Like, I got it I got it last... Was it Sunday last week I sent you a picture of all the Blu-rays? Yeah. So I got it when I got those Blu-rays, and then I've just... I only play it when my daughter's with me. So we're about 38%. Hmm. Yeah, that's, It'll be that's a, a really good game. Yeah, it's, yeah fine, it's, it's a pretty long game. Yeah, I'm just doing is. all the it's fucking no... the collections yeah, I mean, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's no Red Dead Redemption like story like forty plus hours of shit. You know, it's it's a decent sized game for what it is. That's um, so. that's my next game to play once I'm done with uh my studies for the year and I've got a few months mm-hmm. off. It's Red Dead Two all the way, baby. Wow, very cool. Yeah. I love games. Uh... Love them. <laughs> I love games too. I, I'm still playing Apex. Um, You're a shooter. Yeah, I'm, I'm an FPS guy. I've been an FPS guy since uh, uh, shit Halo Two. I want to say okay. like like online play wise, just Halo Two. Used to be a tournament player for Halo Two back in the day. Used Check to I had yeah yeah we used to do duos. We used to do two on two, and we used to go to different locations. We went. We went. We played around in Baltimore some, and then we went uh, more north. We didn't really do the south too much, um, but we went up to like New Jersey, New York, and stuff like that. We traveled a little bit, so we were in competitions all the time. No way! So you were fucking sick. Uh, yeah, I was dope. Yeah, I was really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but you know, toot toot. Uh, Give yeah, it a little toot really toot. It's okay. Oops. Yeah. And then, um, then we just stopped doing it. Like there was no real breakup or anything. There was no rhyme or reason. We just said, "Eh, let's go to something else." Let's, Dude, you know, you've just dropped two really good Eminem references, one after another. Have I now? You went, which ones did I miss? Rhyme or reason? There's no oh, oh, rhyme yeah. or no reason for nothing. And then oh you went to my own every- breaking his song don't we it's like a, it's like a, a must i have to pick you up when you make musical references i know i'm sorry no don't be i enjoy it 
And then the other one was toot toot, and I went, my CD just skipped. And I was hoping you'd go, and everyone heard you let one rip. (laughs) But you didn't. You you let me down, and now we've rambled for three minutes. Now this is a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, girl, shake that ass. Oops, I'm a girl. Go, go, go. Go, go. you know you're my world. (laughs) No, just lose that. (laughs) Go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, baby. <laughs> oh shit! What the fuck? Good drugs were he was he on when he recorded that shit? Percocet, I think. Wow. I thought he was on a bunch of different things at that time. He was just munching album, on those pills, dude. That album was not good. Encore was not good at all. No, Kamikaze was good though. I liked Kamikaze. I like Angry Eminem. Yeah, you know, I, I think he's at his best when he's pissed off. So, you know, his first two albums, you could tell he was pissed off. And I loved it about him. You know, he just had that attitude. Like, you don't see it too often in artists. Everything is about money, clothes, hoes, and girls, blah, blah, blah. Not Eminem. Eminem was all about chainsaws and raping your mother. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Do you want to see me shove six-inch nails inside each one of my eyelids? I saw Eminem. I was waiting waiting for Ice-T, okay? And... Um, it was at the Warp Tour, which came, which was a festival that came around here. Um, it was the Vans Warp Tour, by the way. Um, so I'm waiting for Ice T to come on, and this fucking white boy in a Jason mask and some overalls comes on stage and just starts, you know, rhyming. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Who is this? <laughs> Turns out it would later become Eminem. You know, I didn't know who the fuck he was, and there was only like 50 people there. Like it was a small crowd, and I'm just sitting there waiting for Ice T and. Boom! I see the future right in front of me. That's crazy. Ah! Oh, sorry. I thought that was the word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we do it now, we've got to make that uh, that reference. <laughs> <laughs> what we was talking about anyway before we got interrupted was gaming. So you're an FPS guy. I'm a third-person RPG, dude. I'm about that life. Um, I I'm love about that life. Yeah, I love the first three God of Wars. Uh, I didn't like the one after that, and then I haven't played the new one yet. I hear it's incredible, um, but... So that's actually on my list, too. I've got Spider-Man, God of War, Red Dead. Those are the three I need completed before my studies resume in October. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing Overwatch for three years, as everybody knows if they listen to past episodes. So three years of that, I'm, I'm trying to move on to something else, and... And I really enjoy Apex. It really, uh, really, uh, <laughs> oh, what, what's the word? Something with my fancy. Tickles my fancy. your fancy. Tickles my fancy. Thank you so much, Adam and wife from the other room. Stop listening. Does she want to get involved? That's what's going on right now. No, no, I don't think she has the itch. <laughs> I don't know, dude, man. It's, um, it's a good time. I'm having a good time right now. Yeah, but we're about to talk about hip hop because that's what we <gasps> promised the uh, the fans. Hip hop. To the hip hop, the hippie to the hippie to the hip hip hop, and you don't stop the rocking to the bang bang boogie. Say um, jump the boogie to the rhythm and the boogie to be. And now you see that I'm not the only one that likes to rap on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking Sugar Hill Gang, you know. Uh, did you listen to that Jizza Liquid Swords like I told you? Three times. Three times? Oh my yes. god. 
I, is that not one of the the best hip hop albums you've ever heard? It's up From, there. Like, I'm not going to lie. It is up there. Shadow Boxing's a great song. You recommended that to me. I enjoyed that one. Oh, yeah. What I yeah. did was I just put it on in the car and then listened to it on a commute to work, commute home, and then the next day I found myself putting it back on again. Yeah, and the sound clips in it were awesome. I can't remember the movie that it's from. Um, oh, I can't remember. Uh, something with Little Cub. Uh, you take my sword and you follow my path. You take this yeah. and you follow your mother's path. You won't know what these words mean. All that you need to know is you need to make a choice. Mm. I paraphrased a little bit, but that was definitely the intro yeah. to one of the songs. Yeah. My father was the greatest samurai in the entire land he was the shogun's decapitator <laughs> i'm just or yeah i'm just like wow just that opening clip is just like this is gonna be something special the thing is and, yeah um they've got one song on there and it used to be uh, a ringtone of the guy that i used to buy my weed from and uh i didn't realize it was off that album and it was a life of a drug dealer dun, dun, dun. oh yeah Oh, I thought you were gonna finish it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought I thought you were gonna really go in on it. Okay, um, not that time. So, yeah, so you know, I like classic hip hop, like this new Migo shit that's out. I'm just not. I don't. No, I can get down with fast rap. You know, Tech Nine, Busta Rhymes, Yellow Wolf. You know, things like that. I love fast rhymers. Uh, Twista being, you know, the god of, of fast rhymes. I like Yellow um, Wolf. Yeah, Yellow Wolf is weird. He's, Did he's they a weird tell you the story boy. when I got a VIP entry to a Yellow Wolf concert? Did you? No, I never heard that one. So I was at my Thai boxing gym. I was training. It's about six years ago. And um, you know what I'm like with Americans, dude. If I find out there's an American around me, I have to talk to them. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm you in the ring. And I'm doing a few rounds with this one guy. And then this American dude's like, hey, do you mind if I get a few rounds in? I'm like, come. So me and this American guy have like gone to war, basically, for like four or five rounds. Fucked each other up. Anyway, we get talking afterwards. And I'm like, oh, how come you're here? Blah, blah. He's like, I'm security for Yale Wolf. Have you ever heard of Yale Wolf? I'm like, yeah, I fucks with Yale Wolf. And uh, he was like, well, do you want to come to the show? I'm like yeah he's like all right i'll put your name on the guest list uh you and one like you know what is it like plus one yeah plus one yeah so um yeah dude like i had to phone my wife my wife got in a taxi i showered at the gym went straight from there to watching a yellow wolf concert to being offered a job oh wow Mm-hmm. why didn't you take it because i had a child and i couldn't go on a world tour ah uh, that always stops everybody you but know, yeah, dude, I'd like, probably... um, I had a fight, but I basically fought his head of security and came out so okay. You were a, so you were getting a security job? Yeah, dude. Wow, cool. But that was cool, <laughs> man. That was cool. I got free entry in, you know, backstage. It was good. I guess he was like, well, if you can kick the shit out of me, you can kick the shit out of anybody else that comes up to Yellow Wolf. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, dude, man. The guy was fucking hard as nails. Yeah. I'm not saying I uh, kicked the shit out of him. I'm just saying we went to war for a little while. That's still awesome, man. That's a good story. It was a good story. It was but, uh, a good time because I was in there like um. So I've seen Yale Wolf four times. Why? Yeah, he's he's an odd one though. Like I I don't know if he's like. Sometimes I think he's like, like Southern rap. Like um, 
how would I compare it? I don't know, like an outcasty type. You know, some of his beats are weird. Yeah. And like he incorporates so many different styles, it's kind of hard to put a lock on him. Uh, but most of the time, I think he's like a redneck rapper, somewhat. He got the old Mossberg in a mossy old duffer bag laying in the back of the trunk. Boy, don't make me go pop go the trunk. The trunk. Yeah. On you. Trunk music. He got the old Mossberg sitting in a mossy old duffel bag sitting in the back of the trunk. Boy, don't make me. Oh, my God. What a tune. <laughs> Late yeah, and the, the bass, ba- and the bass really thumps on that, dude. I used to have oh, a sound yeah. system in my, in my old car. And, dude, that shit used to vibrate the windows. That <laughs> Let me see if I can remember it. Late night chills in this mo- Nah. Mama's in the slaughterhouse with the ratchet. Helping daddy chop early morning hog. I'm in the bed trap. Nah, jump out the window. What's wrong with y'all? Nah, I can't remember it. I can't remember <laughs> it. Yeah, Yellow Wolf usually isn't my go-to. Um, what would be? What would be your go-to album? Like, like you know, you feel like listening to some hip hop. What's what's the go-to for Adam? I don't know. It depends because it depends what type of hip hop I'm in. I'm fiending for at that moment in time. So if it's old school, I'm either going Biggie or NWA or Method Man. Ooh, yeah. Tickow. <laughs> yeah. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. Hey, you, get off my cloud. You don't know me and you don't know my style. Um, or if I'm feeling something a little bit more deep than just music, then I'll go for Nas. Yeah. Old Nas. Before yeah, like Illmatic word is, written, is written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of yeah, shit. Yeah. Definitely. What about you? Um, I, uh, like you said, depending on my mood. Like some days I'm really feeling myself. I'm going to put on some Jay-Z. I'll put on some old Jay-Z. Old Jay-Z was killer, man. I fucking loved old Jay-Z. This American gangster shit that he's got going now is just eh. But yeah. old Jay-Z, you know, like Hard Knock like Jay-Z even before that. Jay-Z, I fuck with that. What about uh, Snoop Doggy Dog? Snoop Dogg had one good album, dude. I'm sorry. Godfather, uh, Dogfather was not good. His second album was just meh. And now he's just a chorus guy. I love Snoop Dogg, but at the same time, you only had one good album, son. Sorry. Yeah, you, but he's just a cool guy. That's what's made him so famous yeah. now. And, he, and he's great on choruses and hooks and shit like that. And, uh, you know, he gets a couple lines here and there and... And also like that he'll work with anybody. Like he worked on, he worked with Little Dicky. You know, fucking Little Dicky is the fucking man. White I fucking Jewish love Little Dicky. I know. I fucking love Little. My wife hates him because <laughs> she hates Pillow Talk. The song Pillow, Pillow Talk's Talk. the best one. Oh my god. Girl, uh, I'm a Rick League MVP. <laughs> At my apartment, I got some pizza and a little bit of weed. <laughs> Plus, I recently did cheat. <laughs> the dude's a G. So, so let me freak. Yeah. Um, I'm not aware pillow- if you've been throwing out my shoes. I mean, Pillow Talk is an eight-minute song. Do we have eight minutes? I'll sing the whole fucking song. <laughs> See, my problem is... If you put a song on, I can do the lyrics word for word. When I'm trying to do it, like now, where there's just no other noise in the house, I, I get yeah. broken lyrics. Yeah, I, I get that too. Like the beat keeps you on track. Yeah, yeah. and it also I, makes yeah, your brain, it gives your brain reference to where you are. Yeah, yeah. Keeps you on track. Yeah, I like Little Dicky though. 
Yeah, little Dicky, his freestyles are mean. Like, I like he that. has some good ass freestyles. Like the one he did on uh, uh what the fuck? Sway. Uh, oh no, Westwood One. But the one he did on no, he did a good one on, on Sway too. But he did one on Westwood One that was just straight fire. English Westwood. Fucking, yes. Oh yeah, oh, you found the Westwood. Oh fuck yeah. Wow. Tim Westwood. Yeah, he's a fucking yeah. poser, dude. But he's all he's he's had so many good people freestyle there. Yeah. Yeah, he had uh, Eminem on there one time. It was pretty sick. With D12, uh, dude. Yeah. He must have did it two separate times. I'm talking about the one that he had. Um, he had one other guy with him, and I think it was just like a hype guy. But, yeah, yeah that was really good. Me and my brother-in-law, we, we find these, like, freestyles and shit like that, and we'll send videos to one another all the time where if a new song comes out, like um, uh, Logic and Eminem just put out a song today. I was about to say that. I need to listen to that. I haven't heard it yet. It is straight fucking fire. Oh, my, my, my. It is so good. Logic really? kills it. Eminem kills it. Yes. Yes. It is It is straight up. I love it so much. I, I like Logic. About 60 times. Like, yeah, dude, Logic. Logic came from uh, not far from where I grew up. So, you know, hometown represent. Are you friends with him? No, I don't know. He's younger than me. What about Buster <laughs> Rhymes? Do you like Buster Rhymes? Buster Bust is one of the greatest of all times. Completely underrated rapper, dude. Call an ambulance, dude, tell him to come pick up your people. Fucking. <laughs> yo, Buster Rhymes has been putting out consistent work for the last 20 some odd years and is completely underrated. And it irks the shit out of me that he does not get the recognition that he deserves. I like Buster. What about Cypress Hill? Oh, Cypress Hill. Oh, my God, yes. I've seen Cypress Hill two times, uh, once at an outdoor festival and another one at an indoor show. For the love of fucking God, I've never seen so such a thick smoke cloud in one room. Like you couldn't see the person next to you. There was so much fucking weed. Just bum, smoke. Bum, just bum, 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 bum. It's from the bong. Bum, bum, bum. It's from the bong. Bum, bum, bum. Hey, yo, check it. I'm the wicked man with the method. <laughs> no, that's the wrong song. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you mixed it up, but you know what? I, I'll take what I can get. There. I haven't seen Cypress Hill, but I've seen Prophets of Rage. Okay, yeah, that was that's really cool, dude. When they teamed up with uh, Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, dude, dope, and then um, dude. Public the Enemy number album. one. Yeah, the whole album from start to finish is incredible. I saw them live. Um, I was at an outdoor festival. There was like 20,000 people in the crowd. And literally, mm. everyone was that jam-packed next to each other that we just literally bounced up and down like little pogo sticks for like f- probably an hour and a half, dude. Yeah, Cypress Hill's last album, though, was weird, dude. Like, I feel like you had to be on LSD to enjoy it. It was really trippy. The beats were weird and just, uh, I wasn't feeling it. Hello, but, my um, name is Dr. Green from... I'd like to tell you just where I'm from. Where I'm from. Yeah. Oh, dude, I <laughs> love Cypress Hill. Is my jam. Proper yeah, big on Cypress Hill. I would say after Skull and Bones, I think it's when they kind of... Uh, no, 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 maybe Raiders. I think Raiders was a decent album. I didn't like um, Raiders too much. A lot of people didn't. It's kind of a... It, it tickles your fancy or not. See, I used it properly. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. There were certain songs in there I'm questionable, like 
who wrote this shit because I know it wasn't be real. Um, it just felt too studio, but some of the songs were okay. I, I enjoyed it for the most part. If I can enjoy half your record, then I'll say it's a good record. Yeah, dude, I'm used to I like I miss CDs though. I miss opening a CD case and looking through the um the artwork, dude. Yeah, uh, not hip hop related, but Tool always had the weirdest inserts in their fucking things, man. So I Crazy saw Tool shit. live before I'd ever heard of them, really, and they were terrible, oh. like hmm. really fucking bad. Again, it was at a different open air festival, but um, it just—they're not made for open air. Like the acoustics didn't work, and um, I just never listened to them because of that. Um, really good studio band. I never saw them live. I did see a perfect circle, which is the Maynard side project, and I got to meet Maynard. And I kind of wish I didn't. Is he a dick? All the, well, yeah, he won. Not really a dick, but he's all about Maynard. Like, if you asked him a question, he would kind of ignore it and keep talking about his own thing. Like, he kept talking about his fucking vineyard and his own vintage wine that he makes by hand. Oh, like so he takes a it proper prick. Yeah, and he takes it on tour with him. He bottle tour with him, so he only drinks his wine at shows and shit like that. I'm just like, at the end of the conversation, I'm like, thanks for talking, fuckface. Like, yeah, I don't even really want to talk to you. Like, you're a prick. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> oh. I'll tell you who I else I saw at that festival when I saw tour was Devin oh, Townsend. Oh, wow, yeah. He that was guy with is a um, weird motherfucker, dude. He was with Strapping Young Lad at the time. Uh, okay, yeah, I've seen Strapping Young, Young Lad one time, and I was like, "The fuck is this? I like it, but what the?" F-? Yeah, that's exactly what I was like, dude. Who else was at that festival? Deftones were there, but I've seen Deftones more than I've seen fuck any it. other band. Uh, Mr. Bungle. What? Mr. Bungle. It was a band that he was in back. Oh, in the early I was wondering 90s. what the fuck you were on about. Oh yeah, they were they were really weird. Um, shit. Uh, I love Deftones like though. Yeah, yeah, Deftones. Um, I, I still enjoy every album they've ever put out. I've um, seen them six times now. Six times. I went for I'm a joking. phase of whenever they were doing a festival, whenever they were in my city, whenever they were close to my city, I'd have to go. That's incredible. I saw them one time and they had such bad sound problems that I didn't want to see them again. Yeah, you see, that was like me and Tool. Mm. Slipknot. Well, seen, I like Slipknot. Yeah, I saw Slipknot in 2000. Uh, that was the last time. Don't you think they're just fucking awesome live, though, with the show they put on? I really do. Yeah. Yeah, Slipknot's a good live band. At they that really open air festival where I saw Devin Townsend and Tool, I saw Slipknot. No, I saw Corn and Stone Sour were there and Jonathan Davis had a bad throat, so he couldn't do the gig. So um, mm-hmm. they switched out the lead singer for every song with a different singer from a different band. So we had oh, okay. Corey Taylor do Freak on a Leash with Corn. Um, we had Benji from Skin Dread do Blind. Uh, who else done some? I think Devin Townsend done a song. Like so, basically every big main band that was there that day, their lead singer done a song filling in for Jonathan Davis. It was fucking amazing. 
you know what we're talking i know we're supposed to be talking about hip-hop and that's an amazing story by the way um but um i'd like to have actually seen that um yeah it was brilliant Corey taylor doing the um the free kind of loose breakdown to boom dap na boom dap na in and a boom dap na boom dap na need a golf. I know we're I know we're supposed to be talking about hip hop, and then we somehow fractured into this because that's kind of our our stigma. That's kind of what we do here. We don't really stay on topic. Segways. Yeah, um, dude. But metal's like old new metal and like progressive rock and eighties rock. That's where my fucking passion is, dude. Yeah, I was a new metal kid. No, Me no shame. No, all yeah. the way through, man. Um, recently, I've done all of the Grebo. Did you guys ever have Grebo? Did you call it Grebo? Not sure what that was. What was so that? that's like um, some 41, Blink-182. Over here, it was called like Grebo. But, um, oh, I, like Pop Rock. Yeah, pop dude. Rock. So last year, I think it was last year or the year before. I can't remember. But um, I've done Good Charlotte, some 41, Blink-182. And there was one more, and uh, we done like a, a a mini festival thing where they were all there. Oh, cool! Real big fish. Oh, fucking love real big fish. Dude, <laughs> ska is my ska is my dirty pleasure, man. You have no idea. If mighty mighty boss tones are coming around, I'm there. Fucking mighty mighty is just my jam, like, dude. That's I do. My... Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, see we. Oh, see we're both trying to host at the same time. We both say, go ahead. So, Mighty Mighty Boston's are. Hang on, let me fix myself here. So, Mighty Mighty Boston's are like the king of ska for me. Like, a lot of people would contest it and say, you know, No Doubt or Voodoo Glow Skulls or, you know, something like that. No, it's Mighty Mighty or nothing. And that is my ultimate, like, you know, I'm in a good mood. It's Friday afternoon. I'm about to leave work. Put on some Mighty Mighty. It's either going to be Mighty Mighty or it's going to be Sublime, one or the other. That's usually my Friday go-to, my feel-good. So, yeah. So, if Mighty Mighty Boss Tones are coming around, Ray is here. Sorry, I have my mic on mute then. No, I'm... Um, I love Sublime. I do... I'd love to see them live. They don't seem to tour over here. I don't think they're... Like, when I was in LA, it was obvious how big they still are now. Oh yeah, especially in SoCal. Oh yeah, no doubt. But here, like the like, but I love it. I don't practice Santeria. I ain't got I ain't no crystal got ball. ball. But if I had a million, a million dollars, I'd, I'd spend it all. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, love dude. that shit, dude. They, they still, and you know what? You know what? They got a new singer, and a lot of people shit on that. Like, why would you do that? You know, but a lot of bands have done it. Allison Chains have done it. Um, uh, Nirvana still does shows. Like, they do like big festivals and shit. But they'll have like guest appearances. You ever heard fucking Joan Jett sing Nirvana? No. She she fucking covered In Bloom with it. Well, uh, not In Bloom. Um, oh, they uh, she covered Breed with uh nirvana and then they had a whole bunch of different like kind of like you, you were talking about with the the corn thing how they had different uh guests come on yeah i like that like um especially when it's like out the blue like I, you know when i was at that corn one it was like 90 to 100 degrees in the middle of a field i'm halfway through a four-day festival i'm dying i'm on a come down and a come up all at the same fucking time and then that happens, and you're just like, what the fuck, this is amazing. 
Yeah. So, like I was saying, the you know a lot of people shit on people getting new singers, and when they got Rome with Sublime, I was skeptical. But after listening to it in the last couple albums they put out, I'm I'm fully on board with uh, Sublime with Rome. I'm yeah, I'm down with, with Sublime dude. with Rome. I listen to them all day. Yeah, um, Sublime is incredible, and and the longevity of the band is incredible because they could have just called it quits, dude. But you know what? They picked themselves up and they went back on tour. And I and I commend anybody that can do that. A band I did see that was kind of punk scar was No Effects. No effects have been around for so fucking long. They're old as dirt and still touring. I love them. Not a big fan of them live. I prefer their Don't music. Don't call me white. Don't call me white. I love that fucking song. <laughs> Who else is there? I've seen loads of fucking live music, man. I went through a phase where it's... All... Well, I don't go clubbing or anything like that. Like, if I'm going out, it's to see a live band somewhere. Right. I don't I know think if you're one of the best what yeah i mean if it's convenient i mean i used to do it in my 20s dude like every other week i was at a fucking show but now in my older years i got family and real bills and shit like that like i can't afford to do it and i think i'm too old i don't i you know i always told my friends i said i would never be the old guy standing at the bar and and i just don't want to be that guy like if i'm not in there punching you in the fucking mouth in that you know i just separate myself i still listen to the music dude i'm 31 I throat punched a guy at Slipknot last year. <laughs> I told you. No, my, I haven't. I haven't told you this story. So I'll, actually, I haven't told this story to anybody. So this is, you know, exclusive here for painting helicopters. I'll never tell this story to anyone else on any other podcast. Um, there was a, a festival Megadeth used to throw called Gigantor, okay. and Megadeth with a headline, of course. And me and my friend Steve. That's his real name. I'm not. I'm not uh, trying to to cover up the names this week, guys. So me, shit, my mic's caught. Fuck ass. Hold on. Okay. So me and Steve before the show. The show opened at three thirty in the afternoon. We were at the parking lot at about ten o'clock a.m. and we were piss drunk. Like when I say piss drunk, I mean like like falling backwards and just want to take a nap, kind of piss drunk. Oh, not blackout, but right before it, at like 10 o'clock in the morning. We are fucking done. And so the gates open, and the first job and the and the first band on is a band that I really love was Job for a Cow. Um, I'm sure most of you have seen the SpongeBob video, SpongeBob Death Metal. If not, go look it up on YouTube. It's been around since the dawn of the internet. Um, so Job for a Cowboy comes on. And as soon as they go, ding, 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 I said, I said in a drunken tone, if any of you motherfuckers touch my fucking glasses, I'm going to beat the fucking fuck out of you. <laughs> I guess somebody thought I was joking because within two seconds of that band, the first note that they threw, someone knocked my glasses off my face. I beat that guy <laughs> purple. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, straight up clobbered him, and security had to... <laughs> it's clobbering <laughs> time. To, pretty much, and security drug him out, dude, and they put the oxygen mask on him. I'm like, Steve, did I just fucking kill that guy? He goes, I think you did, dude. You might be going to jail after this show. <laughs> what the fuck? I did not go to jail. Evidently. And I hope that 
and I hope that guy is okay because I punched him one time and he went down. KO. So, <laughs> and he was a bigger dude. He was like a stocky, like muscular black dude. I thought he could take it, but he knocked my glasses off and just, whoo-foo, I gave it to him and he went down and <laughs> KO. That's how it's got a bit of gig, dude. I wasn't kidding. I love those fucking aviators. Don't fuck with my aviators. I remember. I'll send. I'll send you a picture. I, I think I have a picture somewhere. What have you Google punching Google. the guy all with the aviators? No, me with the aviators. How I look good. Did you I fucking my, hit him with everything I had? I had adrenaline, dude. Because fucking job for a cowboy. Come on now. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know. They, they talk about the strength of a woman lifting up a car for child's under it. Well, you know, my aviators were my children. So the dude got full fucking force plus some. That's the way it's got to be, dude. I don't know. I don't remember too much from it. I remember just knocking him the fuck out. See, I, I did that to stuff. a really, really, really big motherfucker at Slipknot. Hmm. He grabbed me and threatened to punch me. So I punched him hard in his throat. Hmm. In all of my years of being violent at shows and stuff like that, and I, I've seen so many, you know, so many killer bands. And the one that I had to go to the fucking ER yes. after the show, just to test for fucking hepatitis or some shit. <laughs> I went to uh, um, an Amon Marth, and Amon Marth is Viking metal. Okay. And they just put out a new album. And it released her, and it is fucking amazing, by the way. So anyway, so they play Cry of the Blackbirds, which is, you know, a battle song. So the fucking pit's going out of control, dude. And I get in, my shirt got ripped. So I said, fuck it, rip the shirt, rest of it off. And, you know, of course I was wasted, per usual, Ray in my 20s. And I ripped the fucking shirt off and got knocked back. Well, this chick with, like, Freddy Krueger fucking fingernails rakes her all 10 of her nails down my back and draws blood. Okay. Security security comes over and goes, bro, you're bleeding all over the place. You got to go. And I'm like, I paid to fucking get in here. I'm not going anywhere. So I went to the car. I mopped up the blood that was dripping out of my back. And I took a new shirt because I worked at a t-shirt place. Oh, took a new shirt and stuck it to my back to kind of not cauterize the wound, but cover it. So it wouldn't, so it would stop the bleeding. <laughs> and I walked back in, I go ready to go, sir. <laughs> and he let me back in. So, but after the show, dude, after the show, the blood had dried to the shirt. Oh no. And I, yeah. And these were deep cuts, dude. Like I honestly thought that I got cut with razors. Really? And yeah. And I'm like, I got to, and it was a crew of us and i was like look you guys gotta drop me off at the hospital because i need to get tested i don't know what this chick has you know anything i, I don't want to take that risk i don't want to fuck around so did it come back clear the- yeah 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 I'm- i came back clean she was just a cunt <laughs> i like i didn't even like bumper that hard like, that i remember and just felt these things and i just remember going ah and Turns out I had 10 razor marks down my spot, like all the way down my back. What the, the one fuck? Scarred. Yeah. So that was the only time that I've ever had to go to a hospital at a show. The worst one I had, the fuck, I would have hated that. I would have killed her. The first one, the worst one I had, 
There's the festival here. It's the same one. I go to it quite regularly. It's called Download. It's like an open air festival. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like uh, walking in Germany, right? Say that again. Walking. Walking open air? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sailor's like essentially the same thing. Big, huge festival. Yeah. Yeah. I go there quite regularly. It's not far from here. It's like an hour's drive. So you can oh. pick up a day ticket or I'll stay for five days. It depends on what the money's like each year and what the lineup is. But, um, right. Like the other year I went to see System. But anyway, I digress. The one year I was there and there was like 20,000 in the main area and um, Trivium were big at the time. Do you remember Trivium? I saw Trivium when they were fucking 17 asking me to buy them beer. <laughs> and a, they, were opening for, they were opening for fucking Danzig. Matt they Heath, were you did. fucking kids, dude. But um, they got two circle pits going on in this one crowd and I was in the main circle pit, and uh, I was doing all right, like I was, you know, just minding my own business, and then out of nowhere, some guy literally just picked me up, I was only about 18, and threw me into the secondary circle pit, and uh, nice. yeah, I landed on my head, and then I took a few kicks to the head before people managed to lift me back up, and I was very blood soaked. Wow. Yeah, that was the only okay. time I've ever been injured in a pit. So I'll, I'll give you one more festival story. Um, it was HF Festival, which is a festival the radio station up in Baltimore used to have once a year. They don't have it anymore because the radio station folded or whatever. Um, it was, what year was it? 2004. And Newfound Glory, of all fucking bands, dude, Newfound Glory, that crowd was out of control. Really? And yeah, yeah. Not just pits, but like jumping up and down, you know, pushing up towards the front, you know. So my girlfriend at the time was um, diabetic and her blood sugar got really fucking low because of the heat, you know, and I'm sure she, you know, didn't eat enough or whatever, but, you know, it got really fucking low. And she told me, and she says, I got to get out of here. I can't breathe. I need to get out of here. Okay. So I'm trying to get people out of the way. I'm, I'm trying, excuse me, excuse me, please move. And then there's this one girl that gets in my way and you know, she's got her boyfriend with her and whatnot. So I guess she's not paying attention. I said, move, move, please move. Okay. So I punched her right in the mouth. <laughs> she went down. We stepped over her body and her boyfriend just stared at me like, Oh, <laughs> so we got out of there and we got some food and it was all good. But yes, I decked a woman in the mouth for not getting the fuck out of my way. I think eventually, you know, you've asked to move a few times. I did. And I did it very loudly. Other people heard me, but she just wasn't trying to have it. So, kapoo. Get the fuck out of my way, bitch. Now, I'm not an advocate for, for women abuse, but get the fuck out of my way. And we're going to end it there for today. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Before we end it, before we end it, I know. So, have you ever seen Steel Panther live? No. Or, or have you ever heard Steel Panther? Actually, they're actually headlining at Download this year. So, I oh may see them before the end of the year. Oh, my God. Dude, okay, do me a favor. Uh, when this show is over, go on YouTube and, like, Google some of their live shows, dude. They're, they're fucking incredible. And they have guests all the time. Like, uh, Katy Perry and all kinds of crazy shit. But, really? Uh, and they're... Yes, dude, they got, you know, uh, Sully from Godsmack. They have so many different guests that come on. Uh, they'll challenge fans, the guitar contest, all kinds of fun shit. But they're a very crude band. 
you know, like uh, community property, <laughs> uh, uh, glory hole, you know, shit like that. You know, like they're really crude. And so what I'm going to do is you're going to, you're going to look up some steel Panther shit. I'm going to reach out to the singer, Michael Starr. Okay. I'm going to try to pull Michael Starr into this show next week. I'm going to try my hardest. He follows me on Twitter. We've exchanged a few words a couple years ago. I don't know if he remembers me, but I'm going to reach out. I'm going to try to get Michael Starr on this show. Man, if you do that, that would be fucking amazing. Michael Starr is my fucking hero. Do you reckon he was? I don't know. I I really don't know, but I'm going to fucking try. I hope so. I'm going to try. If we get Michael Starr on this show, that, that that's going to be the end of painting helicopters. We can't go any higher than getting Michael fucking star on here. Fucking love steel Panther. Dude, do it, man. Try, try now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. Fucking. I thought we were going to end the episode, but, uh, fuck. Let's try message. Michael. We're going to end it here and we're going to announce if he says yes. If he says no, we're going to announce that he said yes anyway to pressure him. Yeah, all right. Or I'll just <laughs> pretend to be Michael Starr. So stay tuned, dudes. Um, thank you for painting helicopters with us today. We've had a great time. No, 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 no. I, I opened this motherfucker. I'm going to close this motherfucker. Okay, okay, okay. Keep your pants on. <clears throat> My shirt's off, not my pants. Um, so, you know, th- thank you for listening, guys. Uh, we want to thank everybody. Um, uh, if, depending on where you're listening to us from, if you are listening to us on CastBox or Spotify or wherever you get our show, we thank you very much. Um, Podcoin especially. Adam, would you like to do the Podcoin segment? Have you guys ever heard of Podcoin, the new podcasting app where you get paid to listen to podcasts? Well, we're on there, along with thousands of other brilliant podcasts. You Not can own. You can. Oh, what? <laughs> Said not as good as ours. They're not as good as ours. But you can earn money while you listen to podcasts. You can earn enough to get gift cards, or you can donate that money to charity if you're feeling generous. Otherwise, you can save up and get things such as the new wireless Bose sound excluding headphones. Now that's Podcoin. P-O-D-C-O-I-N available on all major app stores. That was beautiful. I love when you do that. You do commercials so well. I'm getting there, dude. It's practice, dude. I know. So I got a few more plugs. Ah, you can catch us on Twitter at Painting Helicopters. Or is it Helicopter? Oh, at Helicopter Pod. Damn, dude, I gotta get my shit together. At Helicopter Pod. Join the conversation. We're always posting goofy shit because we are goofy motherfuckers. Um... You can also find our personal Twitter accounts. I am at 8BitRay. Hit me up. Let me know what you feel. Um, and that I think, I think that's going to wrap it up, man. Bye. Bye, bitches.